Digging the Garden, episode 11. I'm, uh, I'm back with Freddie Stone. And you just dropped a new album. And I mixed it and mastered it. But on this episode, I'm going to pretend I don't know anything about the album. Fair. Okay. <laughs> Fair. First off, what have you been doing since the last time you were on here? Nothing. Nothing at all? Nothing. Just chilling, bro. You put out how many albums since then? Uh... Damn, when was that? I feel that? like the last time we did a podcast was like Fredman number one. Yeah, so I put out three EPs since then. Okay, so you've been working. I put out Chemtrails, three songs with this dude, Sycon. Yeah, that was fire. And I put out Don't Buy Jack's Acid with Yumi. Is that the goal? Is the goal from now on to do like little EPs with producers? I just like doing that, man. I don't know. It just feels nice. I like it a lot, too. Like, I, I like the feeling of sitting down with a... I feel like that's the way that hip-hop is supposed to be made. I just fall in love so easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, but also, like, the way that you can make shit cohesive. I know yeah. that, that word is fucking horrible in hip-hop. But, like, the way you can make shit cohesive by just, like, sitting with a producer and actually working on a project with them. It's different than fucking... Bro, my whole life, I've just picked beats from everywhere. You know what I mean? And trying to, like, make the beats match each other is super difficult. So you're just making it more of a burden. I respect it, though. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it eventually more. But I'm just, I don't know. I like when someone sends me a pack. I just fall in love with all the beats. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna do songs. Being that you're a producer as well, Uh what makes you not want to just produce everything yourself? I don't know, man. I make songs all the time by yeah. myself, so sometimes I like I get into little stages where I'm just doing all my beats for a while. I right, like, right. Sometimes I just like to take the back seat. You know what I'm saying? Come to your house. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Come do you to- have Do you have any projects that are uh, fully produced by you? I do not. Fredman is the closest I have, but Ramos has two beats on there. Word. He produced Hoodie Freddy. Okay. And um. Half of rent slash skate. Do you think that that's even important to produce your own shit? I don't know, man. Because I feel like there's there's so much emphasis put way. on shit like that. Like Russ. Like bro, fucking do all like this look stuff. at look at nah, someone like Russ. And, I get it though. You know, and what he's what like I self produced everything because and people I fucking don't record respect everything. it at the end of the day. Right. You know what I'm saying? They just see the end result. You know what I'm saying? It's just rap. But I almost don't give props to people who say that they like record mix and master all their own shit produce all their own because it's like yeah we don't appreciate it enough well my thing is like all right if you did that in fucking 1988 word like all right bro props to you, you know what i'm saying like that's some dope shit but like if you're doing that now it's like you just opened your laptop and fucking hit record it's not the same hey bro some people that shit is they don't know what we're looking at when we're opening this shit up. You know right. Maybe they it's also waveforms. And yeah. Shit. I might be jaded to it because I've been doing it myself <coughs> for so long. Excuse me. And I feel like if you do something yourself, you just completely get jaded to the fact that it's like actually difficult. Have you ever tried to explain like fucking audio engineering to someone? No. Have you ever tried nah. to like. I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Have you ever talked to your girl about like adding reverb to some shit? Or adding yeah. delay? Yeah. And they just Claw's kind of hip though. Claw get it, you know what I'm saying? My girl will look at me like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And to explain like compression or fucking EQ. Oh nah, compression. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I still don't get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get it, but you know what I'm saying? I yeah. really don't fully understand. I feel like um, <clears throat> I feel like it's it's better to just learn over time. You know what Word, I mean, bro? Like just with going there, figure it the fuck out. You have to be hands on with all of it because if you fuck up a lot, yeah. If you don't ever learn that shit, like, yo, there's so many rappers that come to the studio and they record and they don't even watch what I'm doing. And if you don't learn how to do it yourself, it's like, do you just plan on fucking paying for this your whole yeah, life? Yeah, man. Some people just find it easier that way. I totally get it, too. You know what I'm saying? You have to be a certain kind of person to really want to But to do not even be yourself, eager. You know what I'm saying? Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's where it kind of, like, throws me off. When I was paying for studio time, it was because I didn't know how to mix facts you know but in that like free time i was trying to get acquainted with it where like i feel like artists now they just 
don't care. Word, like, they don't care There's at no all to learn though, man. Like you said, everyone, you know what I'm saying? We all got fucking computers. We all got fucking, everyone got iPhones and shit. Record on your motherfucking iPhone. You could just get GarageBand on your iPhone. You could, We could all figure it out. Just don't send it to me to mix Facts. through Fiverr. <laughs> <laughs> if you record on your iPhone, don't fucking send it to me. Shout out to homie. Whoever, <laughs> I forgot his name. Brothers, that's a ton of artists, but... Let's uh let's get back on track with the project. Um, describe uh, how you came to making this project. What what made you say, all right, I'm gonna take five tracks from God Fieri and make a project with that? Because like I don't know, bro. Son is just nice. He sent us the pack. He sent us all that pack. As a matter of how fact, how did you meet God Fieri? Let's start there. Um, internet, bro. I think I just like I probably. Saw on the explore page or something, honestly, mm-hmm. on Instagram, or maybe like one of those like, like lo-fi hip hop beat pages reposted him or something. I think something like that, and I followed him and just DM'd him. It was and cool as shit. Godfear is from where? I think he's originally from Virginia, and he lives in Philadelphia. Okay. Now. Um, how often do you get to like link up? I met him like. Three times. He came to my crib. We linked, you know what I'm saying? Just chilled, played some beats, smoked some blunts. Came to Platt's crib. We linked up over there. Then I went to, we, me and Claude went out to his crib in Philly too. Right. Him and his fiance Linda. They got dogs and kitties. It was chilling, bro. Do you feel like, um, do you feel like it's better to link up with a producer to actually work on shit in person, or do you think it's the same concept if you're emailing back and forth? Bro, I made a song with him before I ever met him, and when we went to his house, we didn't even make music. I just right. fucking hung out with him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just macked, talked bullshit. Do you think get, maybe the answer, the answer to that whole situation is just, like, building a rapport with the person? Yeah, bro. Like you were saying before, before we're, like, just knowing people are fucking human... And not just a fucking, you know what I'm saying, robot. Right. Behind the screen. Like, I just make beats. That's it. <laughs> right. Do you know, a lot of people don't even understand that there's, like, a mixing process to music. <clears throat> like, a lot of, like, the casual listener, like, they just think that you go to a studio, you record the shit, and it sounds the way it does. Word, man. You know? So, I feel like when you're breaking down how... When you're breaking down the process of music, I feel like you have to really go in depth because there's, like, no other way to kind of understand it as a consumer, you know? Word. Like, you and God Fieri, have you ever collabed on a beat? Nah, we haven't. Do you see yourself doing that? Yeah, absolutely. We both use Ableton, so you already know. How'd you get into Ableton? Ableton. Of all programs. I don't know. It's the best, bro. Well, I went to school. I got it in school. Okay. So, and then I just started using it. I fell in love with it. I was using FL Studio. And that shit sucks. So I was like, fuck <laughs> that shit, dude. What do you think about the new generation of producers all using FL? They're fucking scary, bro. They're fucking scary. My little cousin, that nigga's like 16 years old. He don't, I don't even know, bro. He be doing some wild shit on there that I didn't even know you could do crank out like beats in 10 minutes bro you got like folders and folders of beats ableton's quick though these kids are like bro they're born with ipads and shit you know what i'm saying so they're just like all they know is computers yeah the understanding of it is just different what do you think our our time period like you're 24 24 just turned 24 okay the the time period of you growing up what do you think how do you think that helped you I don't know, bro. Well, we had, like, VHS tapes and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were the last... We had VHS tapes, bro. Right. Kids don't even know what the fuck VHS tapes are now. Show a kid a VHS tape right now. Do you think that the transition from analog to computers, internet, digital, do you think that that left us in a better position to work on our own mixes and shit? I don't know, man. It's like a... It's a double-edged sword. When everything was only analog, I feel like you could get more attached to something. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I bought this album. I fucking love this album right. right here. You know what I'm saying? I bought this shit with my own money. I listened to this shit a hundred times in the fucking car. I love this album. Now it's just like everything's so 
disposable. That's a great point because if you even if you look at how people, bro, you can come out with a classic album right now, and it'll get played for a fucking two Facts, weeks, man. And people will recognize it as a classic. They'll be like, "This shit is classic," and even, then two weeks. Even before streaming, bro. Like even when the iTunes era was out. Dudes like me and you, dudes who care about music and like to collect music, we was even going ham on that, you feel me? Right. Like, I'm collecting mixtapes in my shit. Right, right, right. Off that piff and all that, mm-hmm. and like, and now shit's just gone. Remember LimeWire and shit like that? Hell yeah, dog. Fire. Fucking LimeWire. You used to get all my wire. beats off there. Beats? Yeah. What? Bro, I just used to rap on every, like, rapper's instrumentals, and I would just go on LimeWire and type in, like, fucking G-Unit instrumental. Right, like, All their instrumentals would come up. Like, literally, like, 50 instrumentals. That's why the kids younger than us could fucking go <coughs> stupid on FL Studio, because we we're little kids going on... Fo- what what the, What is LimeWire? What is even that? What What, what is that yeah, even? Yeah, it's gone now. It's like, bro, the process of those things, like, there was so Bear many... Share. Think about a fucking iPad... Not an iPad, a uh, fucking iPod, and... That whole process of downloading MP3s to then put on this fucking box that only plays music. Facts, bro. Like, we went never through Never had weird... an iPod, nigga. I'm broke, no? nigga. Oh, they had the Nanos. They were mad cheap. No, nah, I never guys. had it. <laughs> oh, Claude got me an iPod Touch. First iPod. Boom. When I was in high school, son. Big up, Claude. Shout out to Claude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's funny how we went through the periods of, like, failure in technology like we saw those meaning we saw the fucking the home computers those big joints that were just like a huge screen attached to a huge fucking tower right and that's out the way we saw big laptops we saw fucking ipods we saw zunes we saw all these fucking weird even video game systems it was like a fucking hundred goddamn wires like you had to figure it out, you know what I'm Bro, saying? Your parents just, thought you were a wizard because you figured it out really fast. And we came up with really cartridges fast. were still a thing. Facts, man. Nintendo 64 was a thing. You know what I mean? We saw all these failures in technology, and, and I think that that, like, benefit us over time because... Bro, even pulling a cartridge out and blowing into it and then putting it back in, like, there's some type of problem solving involved with that <laughs> that, like, a child is actually getting attributed to. You know what I mean? Where we didn't even think about it like that. We're just like, we want to play our fucking game, you know? But we're actually, like, figuring out electronics. Facts. And a lot of that still applies. Like, bro, I had to put uh, more RAM in my laptop, right? And it's so fucking easy that, like, I don't understand why people aren't walking around with, like, mega laptops. You you know what I mean? And I think that that's all because we had those processes. Oh, of course. Well, Apple, Apple's like next level. Yeah, they're like, don't open our shit. If you open our <laughs> yeah. shit, fuck you. Don't. And they're, bring they're like, shit we're gonna make here. it with tools that you can't even fucking open it if you wanted to. I gotta refurbish. You gotta get a special screwdriver yep. from fucking. You gotta know a guy. I got a refurbished MacBook from um, this place called Mac of All Trades, and they replaced all the screws with uh, Phillips heads. Smart. So that you can. Literally buy shit from them and you can fucking install it yourself. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to help me out actually, because I want to upgrade. I got you. My memory. You might. Yeah, I got you. You can go to um, Micro Center. Word. Like, bro, I, I told uh, Yumi, I was like, I was like, yo, you should uh, upgrade from. I think he was on eight gigs. I was like, you can make it like sixteen for like a hundred bucks. Ooh. Right. And we got there, and he's thinking a hundred, and we get there, and the guy was like. Oh, 60. Oh, word. Like, what the fuck? And people are paying Apple to do it them, like, to do it there. Facts. And Apple's charging them literally, like, fucking $500. When you can do it for 60 if you're, like, just capable of, like, using a little screwdriver. You know? It's fucked up. It's a fucked up process. But I feel like those are the things that we go through as, like, uh, producers and fucking musicians. Normal. I don't think normal people have a reason to do that. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah, we're fucking weirdos. Yeah, like, I don't think... If you get a laptop and it's fucking eight gigs and your whole goal is to, like, go on YouTube... Yeah, this is a laptop. (laughs) Yeah, like, you don't need that shit. But, like, if you're, like, running a whole studio through your laptop, then that's when you need to, like, open the bottom up and and start to figure shit out. But it's it's amazing the amount of fucking storage that you could put in those things. Like, like, yo, I'm going to take that Mac Mini. I run my whole studio on a Mac Mini. I'm going to take that Mac Mini and I'm going to put a two terabyte hard drive in there. 
like a oh, solid Oh, that's state. what you were upgrading? I thought you were talking about a no, laptop. No, I, I upgraded a laptop as well, but I'm going to do the same with my Mac Mini. Word. And it's it's not expensive. It's so fucking weird. Like, bro, you can get a two terabyte tower, right? Or you can get this little box that's fucking $400 and you can upgrade it, spend 600 and it's a two terabyte box. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just crazy the shit that we could figure out that a normal consumer wouldn't. Facts. You know what I mean? And I apply that to music in general, like us coming up. What got you into crate digging and all that shit? Because that's that's kind of before your time. Um, I don't know, man. I always just love that style of music. I love sampling. I was always obsessed with it. And then one day, I got off the bus one day, and there was a crate of records right there on the floor in front of the bus stop. Right? So I'm lying. And I picked it up, and I was like, what the fuck? And I just brought it home. And That's like meant to happen, then. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. Word is born. Okay, we were talking about uh, a week or two ago. We were talking about um, what was it that just energy in general, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like some weird fucking thing brought those records to that location? Hell yeah, bro! It's all the same shit. Same shit that made you know what I'm saying me and you meet or me and Gaffieri meet. It's just right. the frequency. We just tuned it to the same shit. And then I meet him, and I meet you, and y'all cool as hell. You feel me? It's just the, it's all the same it's, shit. It's weird when you when you look at the people that you're kind of surrounded with right now, and everyone has like a common goal, and everyone's just willing to do like the same exact shit. Yeah, man. It's it's very strange that that just like falls into place because you've been rapping for the a energy, long time. Bro. Year after year, you go through like struggle periods, right? Word. And then once your head is in the right place. Everything just falls into place. Absolutely. You man. know what I mean? It's very fucking strange how that just works. Get out of your own way. Right. That's that's good advice to any rapper out there. Like young rappers, fucking old rappers, just you're in your own way. Hell yeah, man. Constantly. Because it's a just rap it. is a weird emotional do sport. Do, son. You know? We're all like emotional beings. That's why we're making music. Like we wouldn't be fucking making it if we weren't emo- emotional, you know? We made fucking art, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We're weird. But I feel like rappers aren't looked at as artists. Word. That's same. what you're doing, though, bro. Of course. I agree. Because I, I do it. You know what I mean? But, like, I feel like if you... All right. If you walk up to someone's grandma <laughs> and you're like, I'm a rapper, uh-huh. she's not going to consider you a musician. She's going to consider you a rapper. You Word. know what I mean? But it's the same shit. Like, I had to start telling people I'm a vocalist just because I didn't want to have that fucking conversation. What the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I lay vocals. I lay vocals on shit. I'm a vocalist. You know, I don't want to have that conversation. Oh, I'm a rapper. Oh, so. cartoon voices. What do rappers do? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do that. So, fucking, I started to just label it vocalist and that's it. Because if you say vocalist, oh, he's a musician. Word. You say rapper, not a musician. Automatically. Audio engineer, fucking, no one understands that. So it's like, might as well have not told them, you know? Do you do you enjoy working with solely like lo-fi hip hop producers, or do you see yourself branching out and and going a different route? I like I love everything, bro. I yeah. do a bunch of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like I'm saying. I'm just on that. I'm on that mode right now. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like. In two months, I'll be in another mode. You know what I'm saying? I'll be making all fucking Polish fucking folk Jazz. music or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you see yourself turning into uh, Trap Fred for a project? Yeah, bro. Hell yeah. I yeah. love Trap Beats. You know what I'm saying? Me and um, 1908 going to get in. How do you feel about the too. concept of of um, like sticking to a, a lane for the sake of like building... A core audience. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't look at it like that. No, I feel like you should just do whatever you want. Okay, if it's genuine. Yeah, I agree. You know, I feel like a lot of people uh, try so many different things because they're trying to. I go strike saying. gold. I you know what, what I mean? Saying. It's like everyone's like digging for oil, and they just no, keep moving to different locations and trying. You no know? matter what type of like song I'm doing or what beat I'm on, I'm always. You know what I'm saying? I'm always me. Right. I'm always Fred. I'm always Tank. You always know it's me. I think that's what it is. Like, know yourself before. 
there's a comfortability that you have to build as an artist Word. to even know what your sound is. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can hop on a trap beat and you can rap exactly like you rap on a boom bap beat, but you have to have that sound first. You have to know your sound. You know what I'm saying? I don't Hell think yeah. anyone's going to listen to a trap Freddie Stone record and be like, that's not Fred. That's what I'm saying. It all sounds, it all sounds the right, same. Right, but I think that, that comes with you being comfortable with your own style. Word, you know what bro. I mean? That All is, the rappers I grew up listening to, they or my favorite rappers, they could rap on anything. You know what I'm saying? They're always done. Right. Kanye raps on anything. Or even someone like Currency raps on anything. You know what, what I'm saying? What are your thoughts on Kanye? What do you mean? Just these days, Kanye. What I don't know. He's the greatest of all time. So But you do you still respect his music the same way that you respected it, say like five years ago? Yeah, why yeah? not? I don't know. I, I see because what I don't listen. I, I grew don't up. Know. I grew up on Kanye. I'm fucking like sixth grade. Kanye dropped for me, right? You were probably in third grade. No, you're not that much older than me. Three years older. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shit. Yeah. Shit. That's fucking crazy. So what? That's his first album. Yeah, that's when Through the Wire came Word. out, like on fucking BT, like 106 in Park, fucking Rap City and shit. And I remember seeing that and being like, holy shit, you know. Word. And then his first album was just incredible. But I don't know. I feel like his mom passing away did something oh, to him. God. You don't think? I don't know. I, I think don't there's know a direct man, correlation. Bro. I think there's a direct correlation with him, like, fucking losing it and his mom passing away. So, I don't know, man. All right. Did you see the video of him uh, doing his album listening party the other day? I might have. I've seen a clip of him in a look like a church setting. Right. It looks fucking awesome. He's a genius, bro. Who are all the people in there? I have no fucking bro, idea. Bro, it was like 10,000 white people, not a single it's a black Kanye person. It's a Kanye West cult. Dog, I'm fucking in. He was in Detroit. Bro, How are you at a place up. where there's no black people in Detroit? I don't know, I don't, bro. I don't sign understand. Sign me up for the Kanye West cult. You're cool with the, the whole Jesus is King project? You you would listen to all that? Hells Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I think I just lost interest in Kanye, and that's coming from a huge Kanye fan. If you listen to a lot of my songs, there's styles that are clearly like, from Kanye. I don't like, know, man. Like there. The Life of Pablo, I love everything Kanye does. But when mm -hmm. The Life of Pablo came out, I didn't immediately love everything that was on there, but I just, I don't know. He's a genius. I get it. You feel me? Even if I don't like it, I get it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yay Project? I understand what he was going for here. You fucked with the Yay Project, that last one? That's the seven songs with the mountain on yeah. the cover. Hell yeah, that shit is hard as hell. Shut the fuck up. Hell yeah, dog. That shit is terrible. What? You guys love that? Bro, what are you talking <laughs> that about? That shit is so bad. Pull up a track list. That shit is great. It's so and bad. And the kids see ghosts. So bad. What? Yo. Dude, that shit is horrible. You're tripping, bro. Okay. Well, do you love, did you Did you go through that, the whole Cuddy thing? Of when course. Cuddy came out, you loved him? No, I hated Cuddy. Why? Uh, I think... I, I hate part, people like you. Look, I think part of me hating Cuddy is me not smoking weed. I think that that's okay. I think that there's definitely something there, right? Maybe. And I think also there were there were tracks by Cuddy that I was like, this would be really dope if he had drums on this. <laughs> this would be really dope if he did this, if he did that. And I just felt like he wasn't. I don't see him as this genius that everyone sees him as. I love, I love. That I dude I too, do man. agree. I do agree that Cuddy is the reason why a lot of people... He influenced a lot of people. Word. But I don't necessarily think that that's a good thing. I, I kind of feel you. If you I, make, I get what you're saying. All right, like, there was a dude who woke up and started making polka music, right? And polka music is Polka ass. folk music. Polish folk music. Shit's you know trash, right? And he inspired a whole grouping of people to make that same music. Yeah, man. Kid Cudi is the reason... I think he's one of the reasons why you have all these, like, sing-songy rappers and a lot of yeah, them are totally. bad and like 808s too it was all around oh, that 100%. same time but i think that 808s is because of kid cuddy yeah it's all the same thing i think you know that kanye this is another thing made a rift this. in the fucking time dimension when that album came out bro this is the thing though all right kanye imagine if the album never came out the world wouldn't be the same okay none of these I, rappers would exist i think that that's crazy i i think that kanye <laughs> takes a lot of artists like okay college dropout right late registration all these projects that he was dropping, I think that those are 100% him, right? Yeezus, love it. Yeezus is a great album. Best. But, but I think that he had Travis Scott in a studio and was like, I'm going to take all your shit 
and I'm going to make it mine. Hey, man, again, I don't know this man's life. I just know that shit is monumental. 808's a heartbreak. Especially that one, That's my one for me. I feel like he took I was young when that happened, and I was like, whoa, this is like not what I'm used to, but I immediately understood. Right. I was like, yeah. I liked 808's a heartbreak. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I thought Love Lockdown when it dropped was like the hardest shit ever. I oh, there yeah. were there were tracks that because I was in high school when that came out and I remember people hating it like people thought Word. it was the worst shit ever but people were also expecting like two words Kanye you know what I mean they were expecting like the hard shit through the wire facts and when when you don't come out with that it's like what the fuck is this Word, it's the same bro. with like fifties like think about fifty going from like making fucking get rich or die trying to like the massacre. And you have songs like Candy Shop and shit like that. It's like, what are you doing, bro? Like Greatest song of all time. <laughs> like, bro, I'll you leave. got shot nine times and you're like the hardest shit out. And you're making Candy Shop. I think that's why it worked, right? It's genius. I think that it's why it worked, but I think that's why he also declined really quick. What album was even after that, The Massacre? Curtis, maybe? Oh, uh, I don't... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He, yeah, there I don't was know. A, There was like a very steep decline because though. I feel like if 50 would have stuck to his regular sound i feel like if 50 stuck to like the hard shit the street shit that everyone was going to let's for, not sit here and act like candy shop is not a classic though it is a classic have and you ever will played it be a have classic. you played it now i haven't played it in a minute but it will ring off in any anywhere okay listen any you, party do you remember when eminem dropped that song that was like nee, 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 nee. yes okay have you ever played that shit now no so bad bro those songs are so bad now. Back then, they were so hard. Oh, man. Like, Candy Shop was hard when I was in sixth grade <laughs> or seventh grade. Now, that shit is terrible. I feel like there was an era of music that just didn't age well what at year, all. What, what, I would say what, what it was years from like talking right now? 2005 or six to 2010. Damn, bro, we're fucking, we're old, bro. Yeah. Like, when Drake and them first started coming out, I think that that was, like, the new wave of, like, decent music. Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, that's when they all started kind of coming Hell up. yeah, bro. The, you know the, what I mean? Like the blog era. Who? All the internet. I've asked you before um, who you're influenced by, but I feel like you don't necessarily sound like too many people, which is a good thing, but... I don't think that you've ever like you've you've kind of had a consistent style. We've talked about that too, but it's like, how do you get that sound? Where does that sound come from? I don't know, man. I listen to a lot of music. Obviously, from when we're talking, I love, I loved everything everybody else loved. Kanye and Fifty Cent and Jay Z and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, but Freddie Stone sounds and like Kid Cudi. You know what I'm saying? And then I found like MF Doom and Madlib right. and Jay Dillon and shit, and I was like, Plush. so it's just like. That stuff mixed with this stuff, and then I started digging records, you know what I'm saying? And then I started, like, uh, like white people listen to different music than us, you know what I'm saying? They grew up to all, all this different shit. All these years we're talking about, they were listening to other shit. That's not fucking, you know what I'm saying? 808s and a heartbreak. They were listening to whatever the fuck was coming out. I don't out know if them. that's true, though, because the, bro, the weird part about hip-hop is that hip-hop is this historically black and Hispanic culture, right? But its number one consumer has always been white people. Yeah, but uh, I don't but know, the, man. But the reason, and I think that... I get what you're saying. It's kind of satirical because the reason that... I don't know what that means. Okay, satirical is basically like, it's almost sarcastic. Like, it's kind of like... Yeah, it's like, look, black, black people make this music that's super from the heart, right? And it's like very emotional and it's about their environment. And white people almost listen to it like... Oh, I wouldn't want to be them, but they love it. It's like it's like they're going to the zoo. You know what I'm saying? That's like, what I'm saying, though. It's uh, I, like you're right. White, obviously, there's mostly white people. White people consume it on the highest level, but it's just not for them. You know what I'm saying? So that's it doesn't resonate the but same way. That's the weirdest part, though. Is like I feel like, but their music is tough, though. That's what that's what my original point is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Once I went back and started digging all that shit too, right. I'm like, oh, this shit is hard. This shit mixed with that shit, plus all the old records. And fucking, I don't know, MF Doom, MF Doom, MF Doom. That shit like fucked my brain up. See, and I, and I like, think that Dah. I think that MF Doom, I think that that's some white people shit. Yeah, no I way. I love MF Doom, but I think that that's some white people shit. I don't think that like 
hood dudes are blasting MF Doom. Like, I don't think that they're listening to whole I, cakes I get what you're saying. Sometimes you know I played it in rooms sometimes, and <clears throat> niggas like, yo, shut the, shut the right. fuck up, son. Yeah. What is this? Because he has weird words. Saying hella like, weird words. Yeah. I get it. It's an acquired taste, but that's why I, like, listened to such regular shit growing up that when I heard that shit, I was like, bro, what the fuck is this dude talking about? Do you consider yourself a hipster? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to call, yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, I never thought about it like you're that. almost I don't like, think about life you like almost that. do everything that a hipster would do, but you don't yeah, come man, off like word. a hipster. What does that mean? You got Alexa in here? I I think that hipster Alexa. <laughs> I think that hipster is. I think that the definition would be to hate everything popular, right? Like I think that that's what hipsters go for. Like word. oh, if they like it, but what's if everyone hates everything popular and everyone's a hipster, then they're it's all... It's a paradox. It, right. It's like it's like you guys are all doing... Word. It's like, you know how there was like those emo kids growing up? Like super emo, they were wearing all black and they thought that they were all alone. But there was like, <laughs> there was like a hundred of them. So it's like, yo, how could you all be alone? You know what I'm saying? They thought they were all alone. Some people feel like that, bro. Do you think you make hipster music? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, know, I, I feel don't like, think about it like that. All right, I think maybe this is why this is why I'm asking because I think that there's a certain um, section of hip hop fans that are like hipster hip hop fans, where I think that you'll get black dudes, you'll get white dudes, you'll get everything at your show, right? There's certain artists like like Griselda, for instance, right? Uh-huh. Griselda Records. You go to a Griselda show, you're not gonna see like a fucking whopping amount of white people in there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I've never been. I'm telling you. (laughs) Like, there's no shot. If there's three white people in that whole show, you'd be fucking... That's like being generous. 100%. Really? Yeah, there's certain sections of music. Like, I feel like you fit into a perfect pocket for, like, marketability because I feel like your music would appeal to everyone. But then you run that weird... The hood people... Have you ever had... That experience where, like, the hood people don't fuck with your music because they don't get it. I don't know, man. Not really. I don't know. People who get it, get it. And people who don't, don't. I don't know. Yeah. I never looked at it like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to just get your brain work. And I want to see see where you fit into this, like, whole hip-hop thing. I don't know, man. You don't consider any of this stuff? I don't know. Like, do you I ever sit down and think? Like do you that. ever sit down? I I think that I have like a very fucking strong business mind, so uh-huh. I'm always constantly thinking about business. Like, oh, who would this appeal to? Right. Who would that appeal to? And I think that you're such a creative artist that I don't think that that even like crosses your mind. I feel like you just make the music that you want to make, and you're like, whatever, dude. People are gonna like it if they Kinda, like it. They yeah. like it, you know. And you don't consider all the other things. But do you think that those things are important to think about? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. Because I feel like if you, <laughs> I feel like if you thought about those things, Freddie Stone is a way bigger artist. Right, man. You know. Hell yeah. Because I I listen to your music and and I'm I'm tying this all in because of the fact that you don't sound like anyone, and I think that the the main way to gain a a fan base is to just be completely original, authentic. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I was watching Word. a Rakim uh, interview earlier, and they asked him why he didn't make, like, uh, like all the fun party music that was going on at, like, uh-huh. in, the, like, the late 80s. You know, you had, like, Will Smith, and you had, like, fucking... You know what I'm saying? And he was like, I just think that you need to come up with your own shit, and you need to be, like, comfortable doing it. And he's like, basically the same shit that you're saying. You know? Yeah, everyone has their own thing. And he was like, he was like, People clowned him because he slowed the flow of music down. Like, you don't get Nas and all that without Rakim, right? Like, he slowed the tempos down. He wasn't making party music. He was making this conscious rap. Bruh, his words, though, if they're you, ridiculous. like, listen to them raps now, they still really hit. Like, no, no, no. They're ridiculous. I really didn't know. I had to go back and study, and I was like, whoa, this guy is nuts. And he's so authentically him, like... Do you remember when... Uh, That's my favorite kind of artist, bro. Right. That's why I love people like Cuddy and MF Doom. Yeah. And Kanye, because they're just so... That's what I'm saying. I think Kanye was that. That's what... No, that's he, what he still is, bro. That's what I'm saying. I Even disagree. though I don't like Life of Pablo, I... Not that I don't like it. I just don't... It, it's not my favorite album, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I get it, because it's unapo- unapologetically him. 
at that time. Like this is okay. Me. I think that Take some people do it. Wrong. I think that I get what you're saying. I think that some people do are unapologetically them when it's like horrible for them. Hey, like when he was on his knees in Trump's office and shit. Like, don't be you right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't be you in that circumstance. That's how I felt about that. I I feel like Kanye is. There's certain times like if you're a huge MJ fan growing up, right? Michael Jackson. No, no, no. Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, and and you're growing up, you're a huge MJ fan, and I love Michael just, Jackson. He, Michael Jackson was great. I, fuck that documentary. Didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either, but I'm not going to. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain let's, people I just don't want to. Let's wanna... deter the conversation. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Jackson, greatest of all time. So, you grow up, and you're a huge Michael Jordan fan, Michael right? Jordan, yeah. And you think that he's this black figure. He's for, like, black people, right? But then you find out that he's invested in all these, Privately like, owned prisons right, and shit like right, that, right. you know what I'm saying? And, and he doesn't have a stance on politics because Republicans buy shoes too and this and that. And he doesn't take any stance on anything. At some I get what point you're you become You're just like a relating fucking, that to Kanye. Yeah. Like at some point you just become a fucking goofy. Like, I, I yeah, I guess. I just feel like Kanye is past that point. At one point I feel like the shit he was saying was like light. for the people. Now I feel like it's completely for himself. And I, I think that there's a whole bunch of factors that go into it. I don't know why we're having a huge Kanye discussion <laughs> during your fucking interview, but because we're both like brought up Super on Kanye, fans. so I feel like he's gotten to a point, and I don't know if it's his marriage that I don't know, in, bro. Right, but I don't know that nigga's life. Yeah, I just feel like he's gotten to a point where he's almost like a fucking caricature of what he like once hated. Nah, I don't know. He didn't do no Michael Jordan level shit where I'm like, fuck Kanye. He's still the greatest, bro. I don't know, man. Yeah, agree to disagree on that one. Um. So you you dropped the project today. Yes, sir, I did. Today, 9.30, How do you feel about the length of the project? I love it. I was just saying that before I got over here. I was like, it's so short. I love it because you got to listen to it like five times. I listened to it like five times. I dropped my girl girl off at work earlier today. And from her job in Union City to East Rutherford, I listened to it like five times. Perfect. And I was like, I was like, damn, we... Might have been able to make this one longer, but I fuck with it. Word. Let's let's go through the track list. Uh, max damage. Max damage. Where does that come from? Where does the idea of max damage even come from? Bro, I don't know. I just be shooting off the head. Do you consider any of this shit? Nah, man. I just be in my... I don't do anything. The first thing you asked me was like... What have you been up to since a lot? Bro, nothing. I'll just be chilling. I'll be in my fucking room playing fucking Nintendo Switch. See, but that's bullshit. You want to know why that's bullshit? Because you, it's not like you listen to your albums and there's zero content on there. Uh-huh. There's no substance. There's shit going on in your head that is a constant. Uh-huh. So I don't believe, oh, I've just been doing nothing. Have you read books? Yeah, of course. I've been reading okay. books. That's what I'm saying. So, just chilling. <laughs> But there's a difference between like I've just been chilling, playing video games, not doing shit. Video games, and, reading books, and I've been fucking expanding my knowledge. Fucking, do- uh, fucking, I don't know, smoking weed still. <laughs> just fucking, I don't know. Concept for of walks. Concept of max damage. Where does that title come from? There's no, there's no planning. Nothing that goes absolutely into it. not. I said the words in the song. Yeah, and I was like, this is the title of the song. Word. And what do you? Is there any definition as to what you feel that describes? When I don't you're know. Talking it's about like your music? I don't know. Max damage. I don't know. Fuck. It's some video game shit. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like when you just wham on someone. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like Platt, he sucks at Street Fighter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just wham on that nigga. Like bow. Max damage, son. And um, do you feel like it describes the whole the whole project? Yeah, bro, it's just randomness. Yeah. Nothingness. Picking the God Fieri beats, why those five in particular? I don't know. He just sent us that pack. He put us all in that um in that chat. Me, you, and Sequence was like, yo, here's a fucking bunch of beats. Everybody take their pick. I don't know. Those are just the ones I gravitated to. 
And those that's what I'm saying. Those are the five I picked. I was like, these are the five. I'm going to write to these five. He's second nice. track, Second track is Golden Axe, right? Golden Axe. And that's featuring Sequence. Who's Sequence? Sequence. It's my homie from Alabama. Gaffieri actually put him, put me on to him. The first time we linked at my house, he was like, yo, you should do a song with this dude. And he showed me him. I was like, damn, the son is nice. And we linked that up from there and boom. Word. He's nice as fuck, though, bro. Yeah, he got nice. that off. Scratchy voice. Yeah, son, Different. that shit is scary. I think that he also falls into that mold of what we're talking about. Like that, having your own style, not being scared of your yeah, own style. Yeah, man, just unapologetically him. Right, because that scratchy voice, you don't hear that. Facts. And I'm talking from, from an engineering standpoint. I engineer tracks all the time, fucking freelance shit, get tracks from literally everywhere. I just engineered a track from Australia fucking last month. And you never hear a voice, like, sequence. Facts. Engineering that voice, I didn't even know how to EQ it properly at first because I'm like, is it highs? Is it fucking lows? Because it's like almost a whisper, you know? That was actually the first song I think I did. I recorded that because like, before I brought it here, I demoed it. Right, right, right. I, I, remember, the whole thing. I remember it being on the... Uh, like the teaser for the Jersey City. Yeah, show. so that was the first song I did. When you did you start the track when you first recorded that? Yeah, like I just had my I had only my verse on there on the second half. I don't know why. And just at some point, you just decided to send it over. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, I got this track." I, I just heard him on it for some reason. Third track on there is Asbury. Asbury. Describe Asbury. Why Asbury? Why'd you pick that name? I don't know, bro. Do you do you know anything about this nah, project? Man, I don't. This is I'm I'm calling bullshit on everything you're saying. I just, bro, shit just sticks out. I just named yo, shit randomly. Okay, it has no significance at all. You just said Asbury for no yep, reason. I don't say it in the song, even do I? No, no, no. Do I? I don't think you do. Nah, you don't. Yeah, it's just random. Bro. Nothing about Asbury. It sounds to cool. You. Okay. So all your titles are basically just like it sounds dope. Nah, sometimes it's like sometimes they sound cool. Sometimes I'll pick a word from it. Sometimes I don't know. Anything. Okay. Speak to me about your writing your writing patterns because I want to understand if you go into records without any like intention, how do you how do you manage to to write full songs? How does that work? Sometimes it's all it's always different, man. Sometimes I'll like write a verse to a random beat or something mm -hmm. and then put that on another song or like some change the beat. Like I said, I produce a lot of my own stuff, so I'll like go through a lot of write something to my beat and change up the song. I just I'm always So Freddie Stone, the the rapper, is just a bunch of randomness. That's yeah, what man, Freddie Stone pretty is. Pretty much. It's just like scrambled thoughts put onto a canvas. Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, next track is... After Asbury's Dropkick. Dropkick. Yeah, me and you. Let's uh, let's talk about that one because uh, I think that popular belief would probably be that we were working on that record together in the studio and that's not how it went down. Yo, shout out to Linda on the intro of that track. Did not I know saw that until today. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter today. That's and I was so like, awesome. That's dope. Yeah, because I definitely thought that was just like a sound clip. Word. We both got the same pack of beats from uh -huh. Godfieri. And that beat wasn't like in the first five beats. That beat was just randomly scattered in there. And uh, this had to be like two days after he sent the pack out. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, I go into the, the group chat and I was like, uh, I was like, yo, um, I'm hopping on whatever beat. Don't. We just happen to pick the same one. Yeah, bro. and you're like, damn, yo, I already wrote a verse for that. So it's just, I just found it funny that that track came together like yeah, that. Bro, because the same thing, frequency, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because that, I don't even think that that beat is, I think a lot of rappers would have walked right over that beat. You right. know what I mean? I think that, I don't think a lot of rappers would have chosen that beat because it's a strange beat. The way it comes in, everything Absolutely. about it is kind of strange. So I just found it funny that both of us decided to put verses on that particular record, you know? Um, do you feel like that one, because I feel like if you go Max Damage, uh, Asbury, 
I wouldn't say Golden Axe. If you go Max Damage, Asbury, and Water Temple, uh-huh. I feel like those tracks all have a certain darkness to them almost. Yeah, the beats. I get what you're saying. The beats and got that kind of vibe. When you put, I feel like Dropkick and um, Golden Axe both have like a good vibe to them, like happiness. Uh-huh. You know? Uh, do you feel like that balances the tape? Absolutely. You see what I'm saying, bro? It's just randomness. It comes together at the end. At the end, it will always make sense. Okay, so when you're picking beats, you don't consider the sound. Like, if you're putting a project together, right? Uh-huh. And first record that you pick is, like, dreary. Right. Second record, you would just pick a happy beat? Nah, I don't think about it like that. I just write to whatever beats I like. And you just put everything together. And then, yeah, at the end, I'm like, this song sounds good going into that song. There's never been a, a Freddie Stone project where you sat there and said, do these tracks all match each other? I mean, not really. All, every project I've did is kind of locked in with one producer, like we were talking about, except the first one, Insomnia. Yeah. I just had a bunch of beats from everywhere. Right. Same thing, randomness, but at the end, it just always comes together and makes sense. Where are you more comfortable, uh, one producer or randomness? I'm more comfortable with one producer now. I haven't done the whole thing with a bunch of producers in What's a while, your longest, but I want to. Insomnia is your longest album, right? Yeah, it's like 12 songs. And that's your longest album, 12? Uh, yeah. That's not even long. That's not That's not long at all, Word. especially for our it's generation. It's though. There's like a lot of like three-part songs and right, shit right. like that. But for... Do you remember what normal albums were when we were coming up? Long as fuck. Like 17 tracks. Hells yeah. 20 tracks. You know what I mean? Like... I remember my first project I ever put out, it had to be between 17 and, and 20. Because I just had gotten signed to like a small independent label. That's and, good pushing on you. And I, I just remember being like, no, I need to give him a 20 track Oh, this is what project. people do, word. Yeah. Like, I just remember that that being like the, the basis for all projects. Like, everyone word. had a, a 20 track, you know? I now just don't that sounds fucking music nuts. like that. I don't well, know. I don't think anyone does anymore. That was That was the way back then. But now I think that like, 10 tracks and you're pushing it. You know what I mean? Word. You were kind of ahead of your time in that. That's what I'm I'm getting at. Thanks, man. Because 12 tracks being your longest project, that's like you were right in line for what's going on Facts. today. Water Temple is the last track. Yeah, bro. Everyone been hitting me up about that one. Tracks, Everyone loves that one. Yeah, that's my favorite. You know what's weird? I don't feel like I, I naturally picked the... Like, I'm always a B-side guy. Uh-huh. Like, every album that people liked, I always liked the weird fucking cut. Like, all right, College Dropout, just as an example, Two Words was, like, that was, like, the greatest song I ever heard when it dropped, right? But there were so many other tracks that people, like, Word. touted highly, right? Um, Water Temple, I feel like I chose because I, I, I think it fits what I listen to music for. But I didn't think that more people would have. I think that more people would have gone toward a golden axe. Uh-huh. I get what you're like, saying. Like, I feel like if someone, if I had to guess what everyone's favorite track on there would be, and you gave me, like, a crowd of people, I would think golden axe. Just because it's playful, it's, like, kind of easy to, kind of to digest. So it's funny that everyone, and I also felt like that with the last project, with the Chemtrails uh -huh. project, because... With the Moonlight? Yeah. Yeah, hell that yeah. That was my favorite track on there, and I felt like it was different from you, and I didn't think that a lot of people were going to necessarily like understand it yeah and then you were like yo everyone fucking loves yeah, the strike too man. strange um water temple is more in depth uh not an emotional track but it's like deeper uh-huh that one i guess the name it's a zelda reference mm -hmm. water temple no but i'm just talking but about the actual substance of the record like the, the content in the record is a little bit deeper uh-huh does that come from anywhere? Random. Sometimes I just I don't know, bro. I just get in the mood. I just write to something. Okay. When you're when you're happy, do you write different than when you're sad? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Do you think that that song comes from a sad day? Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Or, Something's going on. Feeling shitty about myself. I feel like I've gone to I've done shows in like fucking Brooklyn, right? And I'll have. All these fucking hard records that I think that these Brooklyn dudes are going to love, right? And then I do, like, one love song. And all the dudes that I thought were, like, fucking thugs are like, yo. That's that one That right track, there, bro, where... that's that one. Hey, man, you never It's know. just weird how you could look at a room and you fucking completely, as an artist, you judge it. You know what I mean? And it'll be the complete opposite. 
You know, like I feel like that Water Temple record, maybe maybe it's different now because there is that whole wave of like people being like fucking depressed and Word. you know what I'm saying. So maybe like the life sucks. Tell me something I don't know. Maybe that that would uh, actually. That's what I'm saying, bro. I just hear more. the beat first. I just like the beats first, and like I'm like, this beat sounds like fucking Water Temple. That's just the vibe I'm in. Right. So you know, it's just strange to to hear that from you because there's like I like I said before, there's a ton of artists that they don't have anything to say in their records. Like they don't say a word, and they you could listen to their full project and not gain anything from it. Like, you could be like, this person, did, did they even think when they wrote this? You know what I'm saying? Like, it seems like the whole shit is freestyle because they're not saying a word. They're repeating shit. Your music is, like, packed with shit. That's why it's weird to hear you say, like, oh, I don't even think about anything. I just throw it on. I just I write a lot, bro. Yeah. Like, I write a lot. I could show you. I, like, write on paper, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got papers and papers and papers. Like, I just write. I just be writing. Like you said, fucking read books, smoke weed, play video games, buy new socks, show like my people, cats. I think people are gonna listen to this interview and be like, "I wanted to be like Freddie Stone, and now I'm equally lost as to how to accomplish." Nah, that. I'm just like I'm regular <laughs> as fuck. That's the point. Like, but I'm, I'm saying, like everybody for, else. for a, all right, the people people that gravitate toward your music will probably gravitate toward this interview, right? Yeah. And those people that want like an in-depth feel of how does someone become Freddie Stone? How do they write like that? How do they cuz I've I've heard people on records with you and I've commended them at the fact that they could even stay right. on a record with you just because it's not easy. Like like to just a lot of artists are very surface level. I even consider mm-hmm. myself surface level. When like I don't say anything that's like you got to dig really fucking deep to understand what I'm saying. You get the point right away, but it doesn't mean it's not hard. It's just that it's not as deep. I feel like you say a lot of references and shit that, like, if you don't know, you're just not going to know. Yeah, man. You know I, what don't I mean? know. I'm just regular. Like, I'm just like everybody else. I just like to fucking but watch I, movies. But I that's like. why I'm saying I think that people are going to listen to this interview, like fans of you. And I think a lot of fans of, of an artist of your type are just other artists. Uh-huh. I think they're going to listen to you and, and try to hear your process right now. And once this interview's over, they're going to be like, I still have no idea. No, nah, that's the process, bro. Just do exactly what you like to do. Yeah. And then rap about that. You know what I'm saying? I just like to do nothing. <laughs> I like to watch movies and play video games. So I have mad random references from right. a whole bunch of random bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Just be. My process is just nothing. Just do exactly be It's you. not. It's not though, because what you just said is exactly your process. It's like explore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's just, your, your just do exactly what you want to do. I feel like you downplay everything you do. Nah, like and mine might not why. be the same as yours. You know what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. saying go play video games and watch movies. Just do 100%, exactly. But what what you're saying, if you're looking bigger picture, grand scheme of things, is explore shit. Just Word. fucking like you can. The same way you're you playing like video do. games, you could open a dictionary Hell and fucking yeah. read the dictionary. Hell but yeah. Your your process is to. Take time to explore shit. Yeah. Watch a bunch of movies, fucking read books. You Go get references from here and there. Right. So when when that question like comes across and you're like, I don't do anything. It's like the opposite. Like you're doing so much shit, you're not even recognizing that you're doing it. I think that that's just the way you process. Sure. You know? Yeah. I guess so, you could look at it like that. I'm just saying I'm not doing anything, you know. You're not doing saying? anything out of the order now. Like you're not doing like anything. Like I go into fuck- a fucking cabin, bro, right, and I right, fucking right, like right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Sacrifice sixteen chickens and then I have to fucking like nah, I just yeah. do nothing. I just chill. I come over here, chill with you, talk bullshit, right, smoke some cigarettes, drink some coffee, you know what I'm saying? Fucking listen to some records, chop it up, make a beat, rap. There needs to be a... Uh... A video series of of you and Ray, um, just like chopping samples. conspiracy theories. You can you can do whatever you want. Actually, that's not a bad idea. If you guys did a vlog slash uh, podcast of like conspiracies mixed with music, mixed with your life, that's genius, right? If you guys did that, I feel like people would get the full picture of who you are. I don't think that people this is what I'm getting from this this interview. The first time Ray was on here, so and Ray's more 
I feel like laid back. Yeah. And I feel like he's able to explain things that you don't necessarily see about yourself. Word. Which is is always good. And I think that's why your music works uh, together. Word. You know, but I think that if people can see how you process, they'll understand your music. Hell yeah. I think that if they see the way that you like chop samples and shit, because to you it looks like it's like you think it's this fucking easy task and like everything is like so simple, but it's not. Like even even the fact that that you you posted uh pictures that you took of Claude and of Ray. Right? Some people just don't have that artistic gene. They could they could have a camera. But they just don't know how to use it. You know what I'm saying? Same way people could have... Bro, you can give people Pro Tools. I use Nectar, right? Uh-huh. AI fucking mixing software that you make tweaks after it lays a foundation for you, right? You can give people Nectar. Their music's not going to sound the way it sounds right. when, when I do it. I get what you're saying. You have so, to have the same kind of like... You have to want to know how to use it. Right. And I think that that applies to everything that you do. Right. I think that it's become easy to you or you you see it as like this simple task and it's like everything is just fucking so simple I'm not doing anything. I get what you're saying. But it's actually extremely fucking intricate. Nah, I get what and you're saying. And that's what man. I'm saying. Even the fact that you're able to I've seen I've seen you take a record and just like feel around for a sample. Word. Right? Some people they would look at a record and be like what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Not <laughs> how not, many times I said word on here. <laughs> That's fine. I'd be like, right, right. Probably right. at least like 50. I say this, bro, there's just trigger words, I feel. Nah, I get what you're saying, though, bro. I you're think totally that there's, right. there's intricacies in everything that you do, and I think that you downplay them, and I don't think that you necessarily know how to describe them, but I feel like if you were to have a podcast or a video series, like, kind of showcasing what you guys do. Word. That simple shit, because that's the shit, look, artists like you that are like, yo, I just don't do anything. I just fucking chill, and I just make music, right? That's why kids. That was a great impression. <laughs> that's why kids coming up think that everything is so fucking easy, because I feel like our generation of artists was just like, I don't know, dude. I just opened my fucking laptop and started like mixing shit. I don't know, but like over the course of ten years, we've like fucking experienced. Just do that every- a bunch of times, right? So I think that that's that's the oh, main point. That's the main point of this podcast is that just in general, just explore, try things, fucking yeah, man. do do a whole bunch of shit. Read books, fucking watch movies, dude. That's how you become Freddie Stone. Or that's how you become an artist of Freddie Stone's caliber. You have to know references. You have to figure out shit. And I think that was dope about you <laughs> is that the shit you talk about, because it'll be from like some fucking weird movie that you just watched with like Claude, it won't necessarily like click to everyone yeah because it's like you guys could watch a movie from like fucking 86 that was like thrown in the trash right like it got like a two-star review and you watch it and you have a reference from that fucking movie that like there's probably a good thousand people on earth that will understand what you're talking about but you make those references and that's why i'm saying i think that there's so much more to your music than what you're actually i get what you're saying that's why you were saying like the hipster thing before right and that's that's what i'm saying i think bro and yeah. i think that that's also very hipster of you to be like yeah but Yo, i love shit bro but i, I love both that's the thing though you know what i'm saying i love like super obscure underground stuff but i also love super fucking famous right mainstream stuff you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i love everything word uh any last things to say about max damage Yo, Max Damage is that fucking stupid fire right now, bruh. Go listen to that shit. My son, Gaffieri, got them slappers. You know what I'm saying? It's a really good project. It really is. It really fucking is. There's there's projects. I mix, I mix bad records all the time. It was very easy to record with you too, and it was. It's a really good project. Just like I, I listened, I listened to that project a bunch already. Obviously, I fucking listened to it a thousand times mixing it, but. Just listening to that project, and I think that there's a step of growth uh, to your music yeah. from each project that you could actually, like, hear. Like, I think if people uh-huh. were to go back in your discography, just quality. Yeah, I think like, I just got better. I content. just get better at rapping, I yeah. think. I think I it's know you do it so contr- often. Yeah, I know how to control better. I right. just enunciate better. Yep. Word. I actually messed up a word on the last song on Which fucking uh, Water Temple. I was supposed to say so glow, so glow, but I said so cloak because I was rapping so fast, but it just sounds so good. I thought you said soul cloak. 
Nah. So then you said different texture, and I'm like, you see what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means, but that shit's hard. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. But that's the type of shit. Like, if you did say soul cloak, <laughs> you probably saw some shit <laughs> or exactly, with a soul cloak see? that like fuck is it. a real thing. You know it's what I mean? Like Little Wayne shit back in the day used to be, like, yo, what does this mean? He's meant this. He's just in there rapping. Yeah. He doesn't. He's just rapping, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I was supposed to say soul glow. You know, soul glow? Yeah. Like, if, you know, know what I'm saying? About. Yeah. But I, it, the energy was there, so I was like, fuck it, just leave it. It sounds cool. I don't think anyone will. Word. It sounds hard care as Care about that. Yeah. Um, what are your credentials? Uh, social media? At not Freddie Stone on everything. Twitter, Instagram. And where can they find and, yeah, the project? Everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, all the stuff. Bandcamp. Do you have anywhere that your merch is up? Nah, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I promise. And um, are you doing physicals of the project? Yeah, physicals are coming. I'm gonna do CDs with some posters. Maybe some cassettes. We'll see. We'll see. Dope. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Thank you for having me, man. Thank you, Claude. Thanks, Claude, for being so patient, chilling. You the best. You the best, man. I think that was a, a good talk. Word. I think we got somewhere. Hell yeah. All right, guys, thank you for listening, and uh, we're out of here. Yo, peace. Peace.